Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. We are now in Bollywood July, otherwise known as Jollywood. I say otherwise known as if like this is an established <laughs> thing. <laughs> Well, it is now for for this month. It's Jollywood. Welcome to Jollywood, everybody. Woo! I uh, say this is probably yep. not gonna be the most jolly of Julys <laughs> with the Bali. I mean, so I was responsible for picking the films for this month, and they're all sad. So <laughs> I can't. I can't help. I'm sorry in advance. We are covering DevDes today, uh, 2002, because there are multiple. I do not have any history whatsoever with this movie. Do you? Yes and no. So I have not watched the whole movie, but I've heard songs from it before. Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of the theme for most of the Bollywood uh, stuff that we will be doing. But yeah, I've heard songs from it, and I'm familiar with the actors um, in in the film. I tried to mm-hmm. pick films that would cover like a scope of like the most popular actors. So in this one, we have Shah Rukh Khan and Madhuri Dixit and Shwarya Rai, and then mm-hmm. in the next film, I tried to pick others. Well, I guess in that way, I'm. I guess I'm familiar with a few of the actors as well. I guess we can get into it. It is long. They're long. I'd like fully forgotten <laughs> like the experience of watching a Bollywood movie because I haven't watched one in a very long time. And so, like, I <laughs> went to go watch the movie, and I was like, three hours. <laughs> Because, like, we've been covering movies that are, like, literally an hour and a half for the past, like, three weeks or, like, three episodes, the past three episodes. And, like, I I sort of lulled myself into that false sense of security <laughs> of how short these movies can get. Um, Bollywood then, films yeah. have yeah. intermissions. They have intermissions, like plays do. Yeah. I was so shocked the first time I went, like, with, with people to, like, a Bollywood film in a cinema, and it, like, broke in the middle. I was like, wait, movies do that? I'd never been to a movie with an intermission before. Uh, I'd never seen one in a cinema. I've always only seen one, like, in boarding school with like one of my friends during exam time instead of studying we'd be like hey want to watch a Bollywood movie <laughs> yeah let's do that let's spend a significant amount of time not studying I don't know if they still do it but I mean it's a good shout like they made these mm. Marvel movies like now and they're like real long and like I could yeah. do with an intermission mm. in some of those I'm not gonna lie mm. <laughs> like just cause it's it's like three hours on the bill. It doesn't mean like you can't add like 10 minutes in there for people to like get up and pee. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, we're getting two wicked movies, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> for the sake of because, because they're choosing not to give us an intermission, they're like, let's <laughs> give them two movies instead. Um, but, anyways, 
Dove does. <laughs> <laughs> Dove does. I will also mention she's not in the film, but Shreya Ghoshal, who does so, mm-hmm. uh, it uh, Bollywood films do still follow the trend of having like ghost singers, and Shreya Ghoshal is like a really famous one. Um, and she was sixteen when she did. I think she's the voice of Ashwarya Rai's character singing in this film. Got it. But she was sixteen, mm-hmm. and she still like sings, and her voice is very beautiful. Yeah, and they use her for a lot of voices because I guess she has like what is considered like the peak singing voice mm-hmm. that they that they try to achieve in right. the film. So yeah, there's that. So I just wanted to mention her. Because we will be hearing her. To get into this film, finally, uh, <laughs> best. as you mentioned, there were multiple adaptations. It's a book from, I think, like 1917 or something of the same name. And the title character, Debdis, is a young man who was sent to London when he was a boy. He studied and became a lawyer and is coming back home. So when the film opens, we are greeted with the information that He's coming home and the household is very excited that he's coming back. There's a, they got a letter and they're very eager to see him home as well. His mother's very excited. His sister-in-law. Oh, that woman. Anyway. <laughs> um, we'll get into her. <laughs> his sister-in-law plays as excited as well. The whole household seems like very eager to welcome him back. We don't see his father initially as well but the house starts to get into preparations for his coming back so Devdas's mother Kaushalya has a neighbor who is Sumitra uh Sumitra I think it was like um a dancer and actress she married a landlord which is how she gets to live in this I think it's like an upper middle class to rich family area mm-hmm. So she's not considered the same status. Like marrying her brought the landlord's status down as opposed to her really going up in status. Mm -hmm. But they're still neighbors and they seem to have a relationship because she's unbeknownst. She's just coming over to deliver, I think, some kind of food. I'm not entirely sure what the food is, but... Her daughter and their son Devdas, her daughter Pavati, known as Paro, and uh, Devdas, who Paro called Deva, very close childhood friends. And when Devdas left, when they were children, Paro ran after him, shouting after him, and she lit a candle for him that she has kept burning for 13 years. <laughs> 13 years this oil lamp has been lit for and i'm just like wow that's some that's some devotion my god um but upon hearing the news that death is coming back um sumitra is so excited she runs off to go and tell her daughter meanwhile the sister-in-law is kind of like up in the mother's ear and it's just like oh well she's very excited you know they were childhood friends but they're all grown up now kind of implying that Sumitra yeah. has like other things on her mind but right. that's not the case she's just genuinely excited because she knows how much her daughter has pined for this boy yeah. <laughs> for 13 years yeah. so 
she goes and she runs in the house and she tells Kavati who's a shrugger right and can I just I'm just gonna comment on like the cinematography in Bolo- in Bollywood films is very much like in this time period very much old Hollywood like with the soft lighting mm-hmm. hitting everyone's face they just kind of glow a little mm-hmm. bit and it jumps off the screen and I'm just like I remember that they were going for that look in the West Side Story film um, oh. the most recent one but I'm just like yeah they were still doing it in 2002 in Bollywood <laughs> that's a whole thing and maybe because it's set in like an earlier time period they were yeah. going for that look as well because I know in other Bollywood films they don't necessarily do that but it's so pretty but yes so Havati, when she hears Dempest is coming back, she's just beside herself oh, and yeah. she sings because she has this this like oil lamp that she's had lit for so long and she sings Silsila Yi Chahatoka, which is like a song that's describing like the the love that she has burning like this candle and like how it's never been able to go like it's almost like a supernatural force that is keeping this candle lit like it's out in the rain and water's <laughs> pouring on it it's not going out like people are blowing on it it's not going yeah. out you yeah. know like her love is that strong and secure yeah. that it's just It's been so long, girl, but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Pining is fine. It's fine. <laughs> they don't. Even, they haven't seen each other in that long. So Dempest mm. arrives, and his mother is so excited, and he's just like, and and she's like, okay, everybody, close your eyes. I don't want anyone to see. I want my. I oh, want to see. <laughs> Death this first. This. <laughs> it's gonna be my eyes that are gonna see him first. And I think his like manservant Darmundus brings in his bags and someone's like, Where's Deftis? And he's like, He went to see Paro, his Paro. <laughs> She's just like <laughs> And then the yep. sister in law is just like, I thought you wanted to see him first. I guess it will be parasites that see him first just kind of like seeding this like she's always woman in the business and i'm just like can you like what is (laughs) what is your problem what is your damage like can you leave please but yeah she's like i mean because i guess like prodigal son blah 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 right yeah and being married to the one who isn't as like I don't know. I mean, to the, being married to the one that is there, I guess, as opposed to the one that's like being missed mm-hmm. and like thought of and spoken of in this like high regard. I don't know. Was she born evil? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just like, what is like, how, when did this happen? Were like, uh, did it, was it a development that happened after marriage? Anyways, but yeah, know. she's like in the ear of the mother being like uh basically again like doing that thing of implying this like like relationship thing between the two 
main leads kind of implying like a not like insidiousness but like i don't know giving it a bad like connotation in the mother's eyes right like she's constantly reminding her that they're not of the same status um right and that it's it's like a thing that she should like watch because you know like it'll bring their it'll affect their families because the sister-in-law was also from landlords i'm guessing that's how they got their like riches there's like the landlords and the people who like buy land from them so i guess they own a lot yeah. of land i don't i don't i don't even know what she's trying to really achieve fully i guess to ensure that that's that's why i was like was she just born evil because like again <laughs> it's just like what is like what is the plan what where is this going what is the end goal because like i need to like what you know, mm-hmm. she's just evil for being evil at this point. <laughs> yes, so he goes to see Paro. <laughs> this girl, he goes over to she's the house. She's so dramatic. <laughs> she is so dramatic. I swear. <laughs> he goes over to the house. And like, okay, so the mother and the daughter are like waiting for mm-hmm. him to come over because they're like, oh, he's going to do his greetings at his house and then he's going to come over, right? Like, are you ready, mm-hmm. Pavati? <laughs> like, for when he's like, I don't know. And the door chimes. And so Sumitra, the mother, goes down. And she's talking to... And at this point, we haven't seen Devdas yet. It's Shah Rukh Khan. But we haven't seen him yet. And so she's mm-hmm. talking to him. And she's like, oh, Devdas, da-da-da-da. And he's like, oh, it's Paro here. And the mother's like, oh, you know, she was right here a second ago. But now she's hiding. And he's like, well, can I go upstairs? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure, of course. And she... Like Pavasi hears that, and she runs away. She runs, she runs into her bedroom, and it's just like there's like a bee or something. So like she starts swatting at the bee. Also, she's uh her feet Tra- have like red. It's dye. It's like dye. a traditional dye that they use. They use it on their fingers and on their feet, but she mm. she like puts her whole foot in it accidentally in the shock that Devdas is here and so her feet track her steps all across the way as she dramatically runs away (laughs) I don't know that was that sent me (laughs) she she'll be just fine she she goes Mm -hmm. into her bedroom trying to swat at this bee with like her sheets and then Devdas appears in the doorway and they have this conversation where Pavati is refusing to let Devdas see her face. Mm. And so he's just kind of playing along. It's a little difficult for me to follow in the translation, but it, it is essentially kind of like she's only going to let him see her face in the moonlight. And then he asks if it's like vanity or something. And it's just like, mm, not really. But it's just kind of a game that she's playing at with him and I guess like he's happy enough to go along with it because he doesn't make like any like intrusive motion to try to see her face mm-hmm. in that moment I know it's cute I guess <laughs> I don't know it just it just confused me because I'm just like you've waited 13 years to see this boy and now you're not even going like to like I said mo- the girl is dramatic at his face <laughs> okay yeah, no, so they don't actually physically see each other in that moment. Devdas goes back to his mother's mm-hmm. house. 
um, her, his mother who is upset that he went and saw someone She's else like, first. I will not see you. My eyes are closed. <laughs> Eventually, he's just like, okay, then I'll leave. But he ducks and hides. And she's like, why, did you, why didn't you stop him? I was only joking. And he's like, well, so was I. He appears behind her. And she's just so pleased to see him. But when he asks after his father, she's like, oh, you know, he's busy. You know, he's being knighted and all this stuff. And he's just like, yeah. And you can immediately see there's a kind of strain between him and his father yeah. because he says like when he was leaving he wasn't there and now he's come back and he's still not there so like immediately mm-hmm. there's this like tension he seems to have like an affectionate relationship with Badima who I think is either like aunt or grandmother I'm not sure so they have a nice little reunion where she asked she said that she asked him to bring her like a fancy watch or something and he was like, no, I didn't bring it, but I brought good fortune instead. It's very cute. And then, so because she didn't see him initially, Parvati is just like looking through binoculars <laughs> to, to spy into the neighbor's house as like they're messing around. And I don't know when he comes back over to their house, but he does sometime at night while she's asleep and she's like on this like lounge chair with the candle next to him and he like goes to out it for her I guess to like put her in darkness and she just rests her hand on top of his like to stop him from putting it out and the hand just hovers over the flame for so long I was like dude are you not getting burnt like is this not (laughs) physically burning you the actor for holding it over this flame for so long and then he like does this like blow in his hand afterwards like he just realized oh shit that burnt but he was just so busy looking at her face in the moonlight to to pay attention to anything else so he gets like a little bit of like oil soot i guess from the candle like he like puts a little dot on her lip and he walks away and she like feels it and then looks but he's already gone and I'm just like this is such a melodrama wow (laughs) (laughs) this is really it is it really is it is it's um very much like soap opera-esque I love every like second of it it's so melodramatic every everything everything about it is so melodramatic and I love it yeah like I didn't understand how people could look like they're on the verge of tears every at five all minutes times <laughs> every time every time there's a close I don't know what they're putting in their eyes or in the yeah. room to have them smell to make them on tears like a breath of a second is just like <laughs> tears and not even like small like fat tears that just drip yeah. out of your eyes. Yeah. yeah. oh god anyway so the next day or maybe over the next series of days I'm not sure how much time passes but Paro comes over to drop some food again but that was just an excuse to go up to see to see Devda's sister-in-law again to the mother is just like oh so she's coming up to deliver food now sending her over and stuff and she's just like 
I'm just like, every time I see you, I don't like you. <laughs> every time I see you, you say something, I just makes me hate you. You not have a nice bone in your, like, what? Anyway. Uh, like, part of me is just like, I just wish we had one scene of her venting to somebody for us to know what the fuck her deal is. Like, like, I mean, like, we get a little bit of it, like, towards the end like a, a bit of a plan mm -hmm. but that plan does not feel like it was a plan that existed during this time of the movie where we're talking what we're talking now no. so i'm like currently at the moment what is what's going on tell me <laughs> why are you so mean <laughs> she really is really mean i don't know but Dev does she's pregnant as well which i don't know if that has any <laughs> effect on anything <laughs> But Devdis and Pavati are talking. Apparently Devdis wrote her like five letters in the entire length of time that he'd been gone, which shitty Devdis. Honestly. <laughs> like your closest friend, like what's happening? But Pavarti has literally been like counting the time. Like how many times she's read the letters, like five letters five times a day every day for like so many years like she has the numbers and he's just like oh well do you know how many times i said stand up throughout <laughs> this movie to this girl <laughs> every time she opened her mouth i was like girl stand up stand up <laughs> she's 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 so just love her anyway and it catches <laughs> him off guard because I guess he was kind of teasing her in the beginning because she asked something akin to if he had missed anyone while he was gone and he was like oh no not really well I missed my mother's cooking and you know when people would yell I would hear my father and you know like I missed xyz but he didn't bring her up and he's like oh maybe I missed you once or something and then she was like hitting him with these numbers and she's like I've been waiting all of these hours, days, seconds, like you know how much time I've spent thinking about you, and he's just like, "Well, shit, you know, I guess I have to admit that I think about you when I breathe." So, yeah. <laughs> like, the, it's like it's not just like a simple reminisce thing, you know. Like I miss those people, but you, I can't miss because you're in like my every waking second. So you know, it's just, mm -hmm. and I'm just like. Okay, I guess he's yep. not the, a piece of shit completely. I mean, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> you know, at this point in the movie, yeah. I'm like on yeah, yeah, yeah. team Dev, Paro, and Deva. You know, like I'm just like, okay, mm -hmm. they're cute. Yeah. They're kind of it's all right. Yeah, they're having the the cute little bicker back and forth that like. A lot of romantic stories that were, I don't know, maybe not written in a long time ago, but like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like, not the enemies to lovers thing, but like the bickering sort yeah. of banter thing. That, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. literally yeah. the childhood best friends trope. Right. But they kind of are kind of admitting that, okay, maybe I might like you more than like we had like a really deep <laughs> friendship, but maybe I might like, like you like you like you and not just like you you know so 
but it's like kind of visible to everyone around there, especially Pavati's mother, that mm-hmm. like they should be a thing. Like it's not like unequivocally, and I think she just she's not thinking about status because I guess she didn't come from status. She's just thinking mm-hmm. about like the love that is clearly between the two of them, like mm-hmm. since forever. But her husband, who is a landlord, is just like kind of gently reminding her that, you know, these people, they're not nice when it comes to like marrying out of station, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like even like we mentioned before, they considered his status to be lowered. Um, Like he disgraced himself for like getting with an actress and I'm just like, but she's such a nice lady. She is so nice. <laughs> uh, at this point of the movie, I'm like, why are you being so mean to this lady? <laughs> like, why are, you, why are you against her? Stop it. Like, she, she has done nothing wrong except for... And it's not even that she's done anything wrong. She's just maybe like a little naive about the situation. Or maybe... Yeah. Not willing to see it for what it is, for the hope that her daughter could maybe have a story like hers, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like it's going to pan out that way. Body Ma, the, the grandmother figure in the Mukherjee household, I'm probably butchering that. Please don't come for me, I beg. So, Body Ma has all of this, um, like, gold jewelry laid out and. The sister-in-law Kumud and Devdas and the mother are there and just like hanging out and Badima is like, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're going to give me a grandchild. So I thought I would give you a gift. And she goes to pick up like a bangle and Badima's like, oh, but not that one. That one is for Devdas's future wife. And she gets so pissy immediately. She's just like, well then, I don't want any of it then like I'm here and I can't have something because it's for someone who doesn't even exist yet that was just like okay yeah. the whole this is really a lot I mean he takes the bangle because like it's yeah. from his grandmother of course he has someone in mind as yeah. well by the way like <laughs> whatever but yeah Ugh, this lady she storms off and he says something about her always making like a mountain out of a molehill when his mom is like oh now I have to go and like placate her couldn't you just and he's like no my grandmother (laughs) gave this to me (laughs) she I think Devdas then takes uh, Badima and it's like because he's like "Uh, maybe I have someone in mind I can show you and she's like okay so he takes her to the balcony because at this point they've been like Floating back and forth through binoculars, apparently. Mm-hmm. So he hands her the binoculars and he's like, The one who you see through this is the one that I want to marry. And initially she sees like Sumitra and he's like, Are you sure? And he's like, No, look up. And he's like, I don't need to see mm-hmm. Paro, I see her every day. It's <laughs> just like missing the point. But like she and Paro start playing a little game because Paro was looking through the binoculars, I guess, for Devdas. And in the time when she's running back and forth, Devdas 
leaves that I don't know how fast he ran. That was some Scooby Doo running. <laughs> that was that was some Cartoon Network. Because he has left the house, presumably from an upper balcony. He's left the house, gone across, gone down, across the yard, and up in the house to be on the same level as Par to wave at Body Ma from across the way to the point where she looks beside her and just like ah she didn't even know he's gone <laughs> but yeah it's cute and I think in the background of this is like Bida Pia which this is, just is where like, he's like here's a bangle whatever and she's like okay put it on me essentially and he's like you have too many on your arm or whatever and they have this like entire drama about trying to put this on um, throughout the song only for them to like only for her to take off the rest of the bangles and then to also realize that there's like a latch thing that, to like let to like open because it wasn't like fitting through um, which was what the drama was and they're like oh. oh they have like such a good little laugh about it yeah. and they also have this moment where they're like on a swing and they're looking deeply into each other's eyes as it swings back and forth mm. over the pool also she was like running right next to the pool and I'm like y'all are brave cause like I saw her foot mm. like within inches of that edge and just like zoom <laughs> I'm just like y'all are not afraid of falling okay I mean it's her house no but like I get why she wouldn't be afraid of falling into a pool that she's like if this is her house then that they've owned forever but still like edges of pools put the fear of god in me <laughs> i guess because i cannot swim beside the point anyway so like it's it's plain as day to anyone with eyes that devdas and no but it is that devdas yeah. and paro are in love i think also I'm not sure when exactly this happened, but Kumud conspired with Kushalia, Devdas's mother. They conspired to be like, we should tell Sumitra that Paro is of age, knowing that it's going to make her think that, oh, they're telling me this because they want to start talks about getting Devdas and Paro together. But Mm-hmm. Kushalia Kushalia has already like made plans to get Paro betrothed to like this old guy <laughs> I think it's also like notable that it's not the person that she ends up marrying right no no it's not There, it, cause like I'm pretty sure the setup is also that like a status thing yeah. to be like I found like some guy <laughs> not someone like us yeah. essentially but she does not make this clear to Sumitra so Sumitra is like getting ready for the party which is like the announcement of Kumud the sister-in-law's being pregnant her pregnancy um, announcement like to bring gifts but it's also potentially like the announcement of Paro being being like engaged potentially mm-hmm. so she's all dressed up and excited to go 
And her husband, the landlord, again, is just like, maybe you shouldn't bring this up to these people. And she's Mm. just like, if they don't bring it up by like seven o'clock, then I'll bring it up. But like, that's a suspicious hour. (sighs) I feel so bad for her. So she goes over and she has like gift and she's just like so eager and excited and maybe a little loud. Kaushalya brings up like, I wanted to talk about paro being of age and of course sumitra is just like i want to talk about this too i think it's like i think it would be like great like she's just like really eager and she's just like oh so we're in agreement then not elaborating on anything to sumitra as to what the agreement is yeah because it's like what yeah no because it's like it's obvious why else would the mother of the boy my daughter loves be talking to me about marriage like that's right sense so right and also like they seem to have like a close family relationship which we'll get into in a minute but so they talk about like dowry and bride price and they're like no we just like give our daughters away you know because and she's like great if there's like expenses we can split the costs and they encourage her to even like dance for the celebration and she's just like oh but i haven't in like a really long time I was like yeah but you must still remember like this is just adding on another layer to like the embarrassment that they're trying to like embarrassment like pile on to her and I'm just like y'all are some cruel people like you're just doing this to make fun of her so mean and they get her with like no but you're dancing for your Paro's engagement and she's like Okay, I'll do it then. Paro is meant to be attending this as well, but she ran off to get water from from a well. Um, she ran off to get water, yeah, but but also Devdas is there. Yes, and they're like still playing this cat and mouse game between them. Like she's like filling like this jug of water and putting it on her head, and he's like filling the jug and sending it across to her. And like she's carrying it, and they're like, also, Ashraya Rai has impressive balance. I, she mm-hmm. like, so in the in the moment as this dual thing is going on with her mother performing a dance to More Pia, where she's talking about a love story between Radha and Krishna. So Radha is a milkmaid who became the beloved of the god Krishna, kind of mirroring the situation of like someone who was a bit poor at becoming the consort of god. Radha is a goddess in her own right. But yeah, it's just kind of a a back and forth between them two as we have a back and forth between Devdas and Paro where they like dance I also appreciate like cause like Radha is the milkmaid so she's like carrying water you know like anyway her mother is dancing and she's not doing badly I don't think I, she's entertaining the mm. people maybe she's a little out of practice in terms of like gracefulness but like she's entertaining like you could see that she was a dancer and like Badima is eating it up like she's having the time of her life whereas Kaushalya 
and Kumud are just like rolling their eyes every few seconds and she comes up to them and I'm just like y'all bitches anyway so <laughs> meanwhile like so yeah we're and flashing back and forth between like this like party vibe and like blue light and then we go over to like this blue light <laughs> where these two are like having this very sensual time <laughs> like- <laughs> and I'm like all right like he's like breaking off like her anklet taking off her necklace i was like are y'all gonna have sex Mm -hmm. right now is that's what's happening i know i know i was like where is this going (laughs) question mark question mark they don't is the thing they don't Mm -hmm. they end up like resting on this tree branch above the water and it's very pretty also like clocked no one really kisses in this movie. Like, oh. lips don't really touch. Huh. Yeah. But everything is mm. transmitted very fine. Mm. Also, she had stepped on, like, a, a thorn? thorn. Yeah. Yeah, and she was, like, bleeding. And that's kind of the thing. Because, like, you, it, it, the, the whole moment, this very sensual moment, is... I initially thought was him taking on the thorn out, but it takes like a whole, like, I don't know, sequence of events, like, where I'm like, are you, like, I know you guys are having like a thing going on, but like, there's still a thorn in her butt. I was so distracted by that. I was like, I'm feeling, is that like, am I missing like a metaphor? Um, Oh, but the song, um, while the mom is off on the side like hey hey i think so they end up resting on a tree branch meanwhile the song is coming to a close and Sumitra picks up like the tray and she goes up to like put like uh, I guess like a dot or like a line on Kaushalya's forehead and Kaushalya stops her really aggressively and accuses her of like trying to work magic when Sumitra is just like it's just like for the for the betrothal proposition you know like the marking of the and she's like, no, what are you, dumb? I brought you here for entertainment. That Honestly, is this is happening. like, this feels like, um, like teen movie, like mean girl vibes. Yeah. Where it's like, I invited you to the party to be entertainment and to like fully embarrass you. This is like Bratz, the movie. <laughs> like when she, where like the, the Bratz have to go. Um, be clowns or whatever and serve people at the party. That's giving that. It's so unnecessarily mean. And Very much so. Like, this is when I was like, you can see that they had like a family a closeness before because there, she was like, when my daughter was born, you held her in your arms and called her your daughter too. Like, I don't know why you're being this way. Like, mm-hmm. you were like my sister, but now you're just Kaushalya. I'll call you by nothing else. 
not your debt to me, mm-hmm. but to Kumuchu, just like, I came to wish you that you have a healthy boy, but now I wish you had a daughter because this is some bullshit <laughs> that you're putting these yeah. girls, this girl through for the sake of status. I wasn't here to social climb. I am here for the love of my daughter and the love of your son because anyone who sees them knows that they're in love Mm -hmm. and maybe you just don't want to see it or you think too much of your status more than his heart but this is this is bullshit and i hate all of you goodbye (laughs) uh she doesn't she doesn't say that but i feel it (laughs) yeah anyways I'm also going to marry my daughter off to like the richest man, whatever, whatever, uh, in yeah. like seven days. And if I don't, on the eighth day, I'll die. Okay, bye. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> we just jumped off a cliff. Hello? <laughs> Can we slow down? But, but I guess it's like, like they did her like a peak embarrassment. So oh, she's just sure. cussing them because like, it's not a small amount of people gathered there and not even yeah. like a small amount of people but the kinds of people yeah. that are gathered there mm-hmm. probably be of like pretty high status as well so it's just like they're just trying to shame her unnecessarily for having the hope that her daughter would marry for love <sighs> Pavati is still a little <sighs> she loves Devdas so I, I don't know I think a friend is asking like so you know your mother is trying to like get you married um she's like yeah and she's like so who are you gonna marry it's like this it's like after everything that happened the other night like they shamed your mother like fully like are you sure and she's like he's mine like i don't know what you want me to say <laughs> <laughs> like it's like and you're sure you're going to he's gonna ask you like i shouldn't have to ask for what's already mine she goes over in the dead of night which i guess is like a huge no-no for Mm -hmm. that time like she goes over unaccompanied which i could see like she goes over unaccompanied in the middle of the night to his bedroom yeah but she just wanted to talk to him like regardless of like what it might do to her reputation she wanted to talk to him so he would ask her to marry him marry her ask him to marry her Mm -hmm. she doesn't get that proposal like Devdas is worried about like what her being like he doesn't even want to touch her that's how concerned he is he's just like ah uh, you should not be in here yeah. <laughs> it's really oh god mm-hmm. he's worried about but then at the end they both just end up sitting on the floor because it's just like well I'm damned if I am with you and I'm damned if I'm not because either we're going to be together and like I know my father is going to say no or like we're apart and I end up married off to someone else and you don't want that. And he's like, well, of course I know I don't want that, but what do we do? So they just end up sitting there and then Dev, this is like, okay, let me just, let me accompany you home. And he's like, and she's like, because of what it'll do to your status, are you sure? And he just doesn't seem to be concerned about it, but then his father appears his father appears and he like I forget what he says initially but the sum end of it what he says to Paro is just like 
for her and her mother to start a brothel because they're like acting disgracefully and like it sends her into tears and she runs off crying and Devdas is so disappointed he's he's like no father would ever tell their daughters to do anything like that because their family had been fairly close Mm -hmm. like so Paro was at one point considered like his daughter too I guess but that doesn't matter when it when they're grown now everything is different which is a shame Mm -hmm. and he and Devdas Devdas and his father get into an argument (laughs) which they start like using semi-English in between yeah Um, they're like also like well they're like uh having a bit of a trial essentially I object (laughs) I object I remember what he's <laughs> objecting to, but he's objecting to things. <laughs> I think it's just like his father's like outright refusal of um like them being of different social statuses, which means that they're not allowed to interact with right. each other. And he's like, No, I object. Like we walk on the same earth, like we eat the same food. Like why is it that we are so different? We live next door to each other. So that's that's what he's objecting to. And his father's like, I don't want to have this argument with you. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you at all. So, so, um, so the boy runs away. Yeah. This one's also yeah. dramatic, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone is. Everyone is really dramatic. And it's, it's like super dramatic. Uh, you know... Like, I would see captions of, like, dramas on television where it's just like, and this thing happens, and it's so dry, and everyone's crying, and I'm just like, no, actually, if these are the spawn of the movies that came before them, <laughs> this is this is what happens when you crank it up to 12. <laughs> but yeah, no. Devdes, not knowing what to do, uh, decides to run away. He gets, he packs a bag and like the different servants are trying to stop him and he's like no and he won't let um anyone stop him and Sumitra is watching from the other side in the house and she's like Devdas is leaving and this is a turning point Paro if he leaves and he takes you with him or if he only cares for himself if he does not come and take you with him you're doing as I say which mm-hmm. is the getting married to whoever rich person she wants. And Devdas does not take her with him. Like he had a chance. Like this could have been the point where he was just yeah. like, Paro, we're going and take her and they run away yep. together. Yep. But he does not do that, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of it, he is still like a rich boy. And I don't think he would know what to do living outside of, that money that he was accustomed to. Mm. So, like, even having the opportunity to just, like, grab a carriage and run away, like, it's not normal. But he (laughs) rides off, and he does not take Pavati with him, and she is once again left behind as he rides off. So, when we next see Devdas, he is writing a letter to Pavati, which he's essentially saying, 
all these questions you ask me why does the sunflower turn to the sun all of these beautiful things maybe we should just let the question pass and we should remain as friends like there's no love lost between us but like that whole situation is not we're not in love and she burns the shit out of the letter Mm -hmm. which good for you because now she's gonna be getting married so Devdas is staying with a friend of his from school Chunil 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 and at this point Devdas doesn't drink but his friend seems to be disappearing to some place every night so Devdas asks to go with him and Chunil takes him to a brothel a source of lively entertainment for all so when we go to the brothel for the first time we are introduced to watery dick shit she's so pretty to to chandramuti who is like one of the courtesans and they have some revelry she has like a bit of banter back and forth with devdes devdes who is He's not interested. He's just there to like forget for a little bit what Mm -hmm. happened. But he's not really interested in like this courtesan because his mind is full of paro. I mean, Um, the moment he walks in, she's like, stop the presses. (laughs) It's like, this man is pretty. (laughs) He flips her hair and breaks a mirror and everything. I love that he was like, oh, your mirror couldn't bear to see my face. I'm sorry for you. He's like, oh, that's fine. But yeah, they begin to engage in a performance and some revelry for the the people there, which we have Kahe Chet. Elaborate dance sequence. Also, we start to get flashes of this random man who is also in there who will become important later Mr. But right mustache. now he's just Mr. Mustache mm-hmm. in between they have like Versions of the love story between Radha and Krishna, which I guess is like reflective of what's happening with Devdas and Paro. And like he's listening to her sing, and my man is breaking out in tears. Like he can't <laughs> hold himself together listening to this. He's just like, I made such a mistake sending that letter to Paro I need to I gotta fix this oh no and of course Chandramati stops um, him and is like well you know uh, it's bad to like leave a performance midway and just like I don't care you know, I really don't question mark bye <laughs> so, I don't care also like I don't like to see women like this like you're like a uh, you could be like a you're like a mother a sister but i don't like like you could be anything else but this mm-hmm. like 
Like, here, have my whole wallet. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. You're never coming back here. And, she, and she's just, like, shocked. Because it's like... I mean, I don't really know why she's shocked in this moment. I feel like this is the first time someone would have told her to be something else. But maybe it's the first time anyone saw her as something other than a prostitute. Kinda-ish. Maybe. And communicated that to her. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, she falls in love with him. <laughs> so, back to Paro. Paro is like, her wedding procession is happening. She's getting married. Girls her mom's getting her tears. ready. <laughs> the whole time. And then, Devdas appears. And this is the moment has stopped being team Paolo Devdas. Because Devdas appears. And so Devdas is like, you know, maybe I was naive to, to say those things. You know, I don't do anything like fully meaning it. And she's just like, I can't do this with you. Like, this this back and forth like you already rejected me like i'm my wedding procession is coming like i'm getting married devdis like i can't do this with you yeah. and they're they're arguing it's like you already broke my heart by being callous like we love each other but you told me to be friends and now you want to change it up. Like, I can't bend mm. to your whim. Like, I have rights to... Not rights, but, like, I factor into this equation, too. It's not just yeah. whenever you want to, to change something. I have a say. And I say we're not doing this again. And there's, and like, like... Something, I, something, vanity. Something, something, moon. And then she says something about him being handsome and rich. And she's like, well, anyways... I'm also pretty and I'm also going to be I'm also going to be rich now. And then something about being prettier than the moon because the moon is scarred. And then Mr. Man <laughs> fucking hits her. I screamed. I was like, "Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what are you doing? What is happening? What is going on? Sir?" I was just, I was like, oh, such an emotional man, you know, and we don't really get this hits her. And I'm just like, great, great. Yep. Great. Yep. Uh, And I was like, because again, like, I don't know how far, I think, I don't know how far into the movie this is, but I'm like. It's about halfway. It's about halfway. Where is this? going please don't tell me they get together but like i also don't see how it's gonna end any differently i mean who boy was i wrong but like still i was like like he hit her (laughs) i don't want this like i do not ship them like he hits her and not even like hits her like with the hand he hits her with like the necklace thing Mm. that she was gonna put on uh which like leaves a scar on her forehead and then it's like you'll always bear the scar of my love I, i'm just like boy Ooh. excuse me <laughs> it's like oh god and then he like like tends to her forehead 
like his hand is shaking and he like tends to forehead but now like she has this mark on her forehead like fresh cut and they go out and her mother sees it and I don't know if they were gonna like fight because <laughs> like Dev just starts to walk from behind Pavel and she stops him she holds on to him and puts him back and like her mother is just like I don't know. I don't know. She doesn't say anything. And like, Mm. I have, because I don't know the culture well to, to, to figure out what she's specifically communicating Mm -hmm. in this moment. But it's, I, I thought she was going to bop him. I I don't know. Mm. Like, but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. She like, she like waves the, she lays the thing around and they go and Devdis is leading her, leading Paro through the halls on the way towards her to get, and he's like there. He's there in the procession. He's there to like mm-hmm. hoist her palanquin and carry her. Like, so I'm just so conflicted now because I'm just like, okay, so obviously he cares about her. Did we need the hitting thing? Did we need it? Because now she has this like fucking scar on her head that he caused. And it makes me uncomfortable to think about them in a romantic way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I mean, like, he cares about her. I guess. And like, she's crying. Like she's like she gets into time. <laughs> <laughs> like she gets into the palanquin and she breaks down. Like she's got the the lamp in her hand. Still lit for Devdas, which girl, who you know, just yep. whoosh it out. Yeah. But it's still lit for Devdas, even when he like lets go and lets them continue carrying her on. And she like watches him like sink to the back of the crowd. She like holds it out to show him that it's still lit. And she still loves him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot that um, they had like another little laugh as well. Like after, like before he like, carried her off. Because like how they were laughing about the bracelet earlier. They had like another. Oh, right. Because after like the wedding itself, like I think you have to like greet like your loved ones. But she like walks past everyone and she goes to find Devdis and kneels at his feet to like get his blessing for mm-hmm. her. And he like does the bracelet, but he's like still trying to like shove it onto her hand and then they like unlatch it and they have like a, a sob laugh. Like I've never <laughs> seen people cry laugh at the that's that's new for me because they're like they're trying to it's like oh I remember this thing I'm so heartbroken right now I can't even like my whole body is shaking trying to like wow I was like okay this is it's like a, this is like a really intense emotion I am experiencing on the screen right now and then Devdis loses his mind he's like in the study he's setting fire to papers and from across the way like everyone's like 
shouting outside the study trying to get him to stop and from across the way Sumitra is just like we've had act one of the melodrama where my daughter and I dance now in the second part you and your son will dance and that's when it goes to intermission (laughs) I'm just like they're acknowledging that this is a two act play okay (laughs) all right cool thanks (laughs) I got it (laughs) Gotta love a stage direction. Yeah. They're just like, come back for the second half. It's not over. <laughs> like, we still have the other half of Deftus to go. So now we're with Paro Pavati. She's in this Which other is actually where I she... took my my intermission, actually, which is sleep. <laughs> so I watched half yesterday <laughs> and I watched half today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean fair that, that's how the movie is built yeah because that's like basically so, at an hour and a half it's just like okay we'll make two movies yeah. but rather than it being a and b we'll just make a really long one and put an intermission in the middle yeah so now we're back with Pavati, and she's getting like her hair smoked which i would like to experience one day having like scents in my hair it's just really pretty. But the the maidens are talking about like, oh, you know, it's like an omen for the man and woman to spend the night together the first night. So they spend it apart. But now it's the nuptial evening. So they're like getting her all dressed up and prepared. And we get introduced properly to like we only saw him in the other scene while she like spun on a chair around him. But now we get introduced to Bhuvan who is the man that she's married to. Mm-hmm. And he's an older gentleman, like twice her age. Oh, but just before this, she's actually introduced to Badiava, which is like, I guess the mother of Bhuvan. And she's introduced to some of his children, not all of them. Mm-hmm. But the, the children seem nice enough. They call her little mother, Chotima. Mm-hmm. But... Like, she went from just being, like, a young girl to being, like, the mother of kids in a day. And so now we get introduced to Bhuvan. And he's like, I'm really sorry, Pavati. I I got married again, essentially, because my mother wanted me to. But I'm still in love with my deceased first wife, who I had my children with. And for that reason... We're never going to touch each other. <laughs> and I'm just like, that probably suits her fine, to be honest. It was just like, so she hey girl, I don't love you.com. Bye. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Essentially. Meanwhile, Devdis has begun drinking. And I think like two days have passed since Pavati has been sent off. Because we wake up to Devdis in a bed. He's still with his friend, Chanel. He wakes up, apparently he's been passed out for like two days and he was rescued off the street by Chandramuti. And he's like still very dismissive of Chandramuti. Mm -hmm. She is like, she's nice to him, but I guess he like kind of sees it as her having like these quote unquote exotic wiles and like trying to maintain a farce with him to lure him to get his money but he tries to pay her and she doesn't want his money mm-hmm. is the thing like she nursed him back to help because so she is in love with him uh, I'm like girl why <laughs> <laughs> no 
know really why but he doesn't he's i guess because she sees that he's like devoted and in love with someone sure and it's kind of a thing that's just like oh maybe i can it would be so nice to have someone so devoted to me why not the man who (laughs) why not the man who i see is clearly devoted to someone else okay oh girl uh you too please stand just transplant your love onto me that's all i ask yeah but yeah she's like i won't perform until you come and see me or whatever and he's like well i won't come and she's like okay well we'll see about that or whatever yeah because he she was essentially like okay the two nights i wasted on you you say you owe me so you owe me two nights and i think yeah the next scene is immediately after that she's like in the brothel sitting and mr mustache man is like let's start the party let's get it going like what's going on revel mm-hmm. and she's like no not until dev babu comes and he like throws like gold anklets at her like tosses it across the way and she's like i got those specially made i want to put them on you like i want you to dance for me like i'll pay you well enough and she's like no you're so annoying (laughs) then i think they make like a little bet it's just like okay this candle if it burns down before dev just gets here you're gonna let me put those angles on you and you're gonna dance for me alone and she's like okay i accept but if he comes you're gonna put the anklets on and he accepts we never see him yeah we don't them on we don't pissed off (laughs) And like I wanted to see him have embarrassment anyway. Like the candle is almost burnt out before Dev just shows up. She just and then... hears the footsteps too. Like she doesn't even look. <laughs> <laughs> like she doesn't even turn her head. She just hears the footsteps and she's like, Oh, here's my man. And then she like taps on the ankles. <laughs> oh my girl. All right then. She knows him so well already. Uh, but that's when we get Mardala. She's so ecstatic to see the man who is also who is still pretty much like not here. <laughs> Body here, mind not. Yeah. Like, he looks out across the bridge and sees, like, a similar procession. Or maybe he's just seeing it in his mind's eye. I'm not sure. Again, tears, fat (laughs) tears just down his face. And he, like, reaches for the first thing, which is a bottle of alcohol. man takes it, pours himself a glass, drinks so fast. He's just, like, a glug and done. Mm. And I think he, like... He drinks enough to almost pass out again. And the end of it, Chandra, Nathan's like, why do you drink past your limits? And he's just like, why would you drink if not to go past the limit? Like he's trying to drink to forget. But yeah, all of his sorrows are made up 
of the things that he didn't do with Paro. Like all of his thoughts are consumed with Paro even when he's drunk and all he feels is guilt mm-hmm. about it. So maybe when he drinks, he feels a little less guilty thinking about it. But I mean, I don't think because he's always still crying. <laughs> he's still crying all the time. The and man has not had a dry eye <laughs> in months. <laughs> the but man has been in any... tears literally every second of his waking hours. <laughs> Like, ever since he saw Paolo again, like, his whole world has just been turned upside down, terrible yeah. way. It's just like, everything is going south. He's just breaking the bottles, you know, it's just like, like, why, why, why am I made to suffer in this way? Um, and he leaves the, the brothel again. He doesn't, he doesn't even let her touch him. She's like, oh no, I can't stand to be touched. I can't stand to see women reduced to this. And he like leaves. He like falls down the stairs, and he starts. He's like calling out, like, my lord, like why, why are you punishing me with this? Like, even if I, even if I object, I am still on this trial, being sentenced to drink until death, and I must accept this punishment. This is my penance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's like full in his cups. He's just, he's gone. He's not here yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's very then, much in his soliloquy era. Yeah. Then we get introduced to some of Ivan's family members, like his sister, who she looks down on Pavati for being like a young bride because she's like the same age as his eldest daughter which is a little weird not a lie but when she meets the eldest daughter she's like you know we're the same age you can dictate how this relationship will go but the daughter just embraces her just like you know like she's just happy to have a mother again even if it's someone of like her same age and then and then we get introduced to her husband, who is Mr. Mustache Man, Kali Babu. Mm. Kali is the guy who was frequenting the brothels, which means he's been frequenting the brothels on the eldest daughter, which Apara immediately picks up that something's off because he like kneels down to like greet her feet, but he like pushes his hand up her feet a little bit mm. and she's like weird yeah. um she like he immediately is like, like slimy and yeah and she's like ew just, what it's like i wish to greet your feet i missed at the wedding that is my greatest pleasure and she immediately retorts and like grabs his ear like twist it and she's like oh well, i missed my greatest pleasure uh, at your wedding of being able to pull you by your ear so now we're both satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, oh, uh, forgive me, mother-in-law. And he's like, she's like, yeah, remember this title. Because I think immediate she's just like in defense of her daughter. She's just like, don't be a sleaze. Like, she didn't have a mom. But I'm her mom now. And you don't, don't fuck around. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Paro 
goes back to visit her mom and there's like a commotion at the other house Devdis's father is dying very suddenly we don't know why just all of a sudden he's dying you know for the drama and Pyra's like oh we should go over and see them and Sumitra's like my heart won't allow me like they did such bad to me which I'm like fair like she shouldn't have been then Pyra's like you know you shouldn't have let the past like cloud like the end times I'm just like girl you absolutely should let it let it cloud everything <laughs> um just because just cause people are dying doesn't make them better. <laughs> but anyway, but Paro is mm. determined to go over. So she goes over and the, <sighs> the sister-in-law yep. is still just like, you know, this time he's on his deathbed, you know, Devdis isn't even here. And then Paro comes and she's like, I hear someone who has nothing to do with anything. But when mm. he sees, like, like he initially wants Devdis. And she's like, oh no, the mother is like, Paro's here. He like puts his hand together to like, I guess, ask forgiveness in this time. Like knowing that he's done wrongs. But she like covers his hands. She's like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Girl, you're and better than me. Because like, I, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> like yes ask forgiveness and apparently like Sumitra comes over as well to like offer comfort to Kaushalya in this moment Kaushalya starts talking about oh you know when I when you were young I used to ask you to find Devdis now it's way beyond that point I can't even ask you I've done I've broken things so irreparably I'm just like yeah you did mm. Like, not that him dying is your fault, but the situation between you. Like, you can't ask her for anything, like, reasonably. Mm. Please. Because if, if they had just let them be together, Deftus would be there. Deftus wouldn't be drinking. Deftus wouldn't be in a brothel. Deftus would be right there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> but we wouldn't have a movie, so... <laughs> No, we would have a one hour and 30 movie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yes, we would. <laughs> we would have ended a while ago. So, Devdis is in the brothel. He has been sleeping it off. Not sleeping with Chandra Muki, uh, but just like sleeping and drinking and more drinking. And she's like trying to get him to stop because he's like drinking so much. And he refuses. And she just kind of leaves him to it because it's like she's just happy to have him there. Yeah. So she's not trying to like upset him too much to make him leave. Girl. Yeah. Stand yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, I forget what they talk about specifically, um, but it's it's more just. I think it's him acknowledging that he knows that she loves him, but he's not like trying to do anything about it because his his mind is filled with Paro mm-hmm. and she knows that. Someone comes, one of the servants comes to greet well, not to greet, but to tell Devdis. And I thought he was coming to tell he like he found Devdis and was like, Devdis, come, let's go. 
your father is dying. But Devdas comes and he's drunk and the servant has to tell him that his father is no more. His father died while they were looking for him. And to be fair, he wastes no time. I think he goes straight to the funeral, but he's drunk. So he goes to the funeral drunk, which is not the best look, especially when he like appears and he's like standing next to his mother and then he sway like he leans like a falling tree. Mm. And of course everyone sees and there's just like little shocked gas. He's like, oh, he's like, he's drunk. And he's, like, he's drunk at the funeral. Mm. And he goes down to sit next to his mother, his mother who's crying, mourning. And I think like at one point he's like talking to her and she like turns her face away because his breath smells of alcohol so he like takes out a cloth to cover his mouth and I'm just like this is tragic everyone's crying (laughs) like (laughs) like I I feel like every other scene someone has been crying (laughs) in the latter half of this movie and I don't know what to do like I can't summon the emotion anymore but Sumitra's there and um, Power is there as well and they witness this and Power is shocked at the state that Deftis is in like she couldn't have imagined that he'd be like drunk at his father's funeral like Mm. that's not how she left him Mm. and I think afterwards the man servant Darmedis I think he's asking Paro he's like at their house and he's like asking Paro to convince Devdas to stop drinking because of course he'll listen to he'll listen to Paro if not anyone else so when Paro goes to see Devdas he's a little sober he's not like drunk you know he's not falling on his feet he's smoking a little but he's like he's picked up bad habits yeah like since since like hanging out in the brothels and he still has he's like I have things to return to you or I might never return them he has stuff from when they were children he has like an anklet that he stole from her like that she thought that she lost and he like has all of these things he has like the, the, the shawl that she left when when they parted like he's kept it he's kept all of it and she still has the three coins the three that that she owed him when he left and he remembered he remembered <laughs> he was like oh but i need the interest too and he's like how much is the interest and they start to get really close to each other and i'm just like oh are oh, we no. gonna kiss like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no. like, she's... <laughs> like she's married now it's different guy but they don't end up kissing Paro maintains the distance and she's like trying to convince him to stop drinking and he's like could I convince you to stop behaving like like I can't forget drinking like I can't ask you to forget me because I can't forget you and I I can see that you're you still love me and then he's like telling her to like if and I think she says like people can't do anything that they want to do and so he's like then elope with me right now and she's like, Deftis. And he's like, elope with me right now. Elope with me right now. <laughs> like, we can't do that. Like, like we've the time been for through that this. <laughs> we've been through this. Like, stop it. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe at any point in the past before 
that could have happened and they would have been happy together but it's everything is too complicated now yeah like they can't they can't and like devdis is completely heartbroken like what what else is new <laughs> he's been heartbroken <laughs> for a while for now the last yeah hour <laughs> and he like but i think then promises her that like cuz he's he says he won't stop drinking but he promises her that when he's dying, he'll come see her. And I'm like, that's morbid. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I think it's more like him making a promise not to bother her until he's like at death's death door. door. Like yeah. I won't like I won't like try and mess up your life. Like that will be when you see me. Mm. But he's already been on this like slow suicide. Yeah. Like with all the drinking and stuff. Like he's already decided like he's gonna drink till death earlier. So yeah, it's not going well. Immediately after this is the scene with the the plan that's not a plan where Kumut, uh, the sister in law has the vault keys and she is like telling her husband who's i swear i never knew was the brother until this moment (laughs) because it was just like not important um agreed agreed i was like oh okay that's your importance (laughs) got it yeah so uh she's telling her husband the brother is like no the plan is like we can't have the mother just spending money willy-nilly so we're gonna have the vault keys and we're gonna hide them and we're gonna say that the vault was robbed you know so we have control of the but they're like in the office and i don't know how between both of their eyes they don't notice that devdis is there until they're like right up on the desk and brother like ducks down and devdis is there and neither of them realize he's in this room mm-hmm. and she's just like oh devdis you're here so early and then immediately like tries to round on him with like you're drinking at this hour are you not thinking of your family status i'm like girl you're just plotting <laughs> like two minutes ago <laughs> like you're one to actually talk Devdis's thing doesn't hurt anyone but himself. Yeah. But yeah. So the the sister in law is like Devdis is like telling her to return the keys. Like this whole plot no, you're gonna return the keys now. And then she's still refusing. So he starts pouring alcohol everywhere. And I'm just like, oh lord, it's a fire. Yeah, um, like, oh no. He's just like, I don't even know where this he's is like, going, but yikes. He's like pouring and I'm just like, y'all, we've already like discovered his penchant for burning things before <laughs> the intermission. Like, and she's just like, no, I'm not gonna fall for like empty threats. And I'm like, empty? <laughs> empty? <laughs> He's already crazy. Like, he's talking about, you know, that there's a madness that runs in this family, right? And yeah, he just sets fire to, like, the bed area that's in there. And like, I was surprised that some heard him catch on fire. I was hoping just a little bit. 
But <laughs> the mother comes and she's like, what's this commotion? Because he's gotten the keys off of her now. They're in his hand. And she starts, the sister-in-law just starts bawling. And he's like, you were looking for the vault keys. Death just stole them and he refused to give them back. And they're like turning the whole thing around. Yeah. So like, death, this is the one to blame. And Devis is just kind of like looking smug, like my mother's not gonna believe you, like. But she slaps him, of course, and he's just like thrown for a loop. She's like, I mean, she's like honestly are. like been with this lady for ever now, <laughs> who's yeah. been like basically poisoning her mind forever so like i i mean i mean i guess he was hopeful i i get it that he was hopeful that like his mother is still his mother to him or whatever but come on now yeah so his mom just like she's like you want your share that's your share um you're i can see that we caused this pain, but I'm not gonna let you bring this whole family down with you. Leave the house. And Devdas is rightfully just like, my father said, leave the village. Everyone says, leave Paro. Paro says, leave drinking. Now you say, leave the house. Soon, God will tell me to leave this life. And he's not wrong, but it's just like, yeah, everyone has just been like, pushing him into this direction mm. through their actions but like no one claims any of it I, and I mean like it's not just it's not like he's without any fault but it's just like it's just a lot of voices in trying to accommodate things will lead you to ruin he leaves the house. Yeah. Uh, he, things start to get real sad real fast. <laughs> Paro is doing, I think, one of the celebrations. So the Derga Puja, which is an annual festival um, which pays homage to the Hindu goddess Durga. She wants to celebrate the Derga Puja, which involves uh, getting soil from the front of a brothel and so like she she's she's using the excuse of the Durga Puja to find out information about the courtesan that Devdas has been seeing staying with because he lives at a brothel now mm. so she goes to see and it seems like her life with Bhuvan hasn't been like that bad you know so far like he seems like he seems like a fairly like gentle guy so far. He lets her go like accompanied to the courtesan's place, but this is like a ploy for her to like meet Chandramuki. So I think she thinks that Chandramuki is responsible for Devdas. Like his <laughs> his descent into yeah. alcoholism. Yeah. Which she's not. That's Chungo's fault. Um, but <laughs> she's like very <laughs> accusatory and it's just like, I won't let you keep him here. Like you, 
I will have him living in this hell with you. And Chandra Muki is very like, she's a little defensive at first, but then it's just like, she knows that this is Paro because Devdas had said, if a woman comes here looking for him, it can be no one else but Paro. Mm. And he is right. So she's like pretty outward with the fact that she's in love with Devdas, you know, she's not like trying to corrupt him. She's just standing in the shadow of the woman that he truly loves, just trying to love him. And it eases Pavati's worries a little bit because she at least knows that he's not alone out here yeah. with no one loving him because she can't like give it freely because of where she is. She has to be a married woman now, but you know, at least he's not like by himself. And she invites um, Chandra Muki to the Durga Puja celebration at her home. Which she goes to. Yeah. And, you know... Kind of reluctantly. Like, like, a little bit reluctant. She's kind of like, I don't think I should be Yeah, she, she She's happy to attend. No, she's happy to, like... Yeah, she's, like, unsure, but then she's like, no, like, you can come. And then she gets there, but she didn't think... She just wants to make an appearance. Yeah. She didn't, like, to say, like, thank you for your gratitude, but she didn't plan to stay. But then um, Pavati cooks up this falsehood of her being a friend from Calcutta. And, and of course, Badi Abi is like, of course, like, don't let her go too far away. And, of course, Kali Babu... Sees her and he knows who that is immediately. This motherfucker. <laughs> ah. And he's like, Ooh, here's my chance to ruin a bunch of people's lives in one fell swoop. Something, something chess. <laughs> <laughs> something, something chess. But yeah, no. So they get changed at some point. Yeah. And they go and they provide entertainment um, in Dola Re Dola. They're having a good old time enjoying yeah. each other's company. And I'm like, look at these girls bonding. <laughs> fun. Very fun. It's fun and it's, it's really nice and easy to break up all the crying. <laughs> true (laughs) they're like one more little jolly time and and then we're gonna send you into hell Uh, as all narratives do and like everyone is enjoying the performance but once it comes to a close Kali Babu is like immediately just like well look at this isn't this wonderful a lady of the house and a courtesan performing together and of course um, Badiabi is like, what is this you're saying? Mm. And he's like, you know, this is the truth. And he's like, and she's like, Pavati, what does he mean by this? Why don't you say anything? And he's like, oh, she's embarrassed, you know, like to have a courtesan here. Like, this is a farce. And Chandra Muki is fed up. She's just like, I was having such a nice time and like the one 
lady who like saw me as a person you're like trying to wreck like her life i don't appreciate this and Mm -hmm. she's just like why should we be ashamed you're the one who comes and frequents the brothels and brings cheer and money and all of this stuff like you think like just because you're aristocrats y'all are like above everything else and you're really not Mm -hmm. like i'm pretty sure you have sisters in that brothel god knows you might have slept with one what if you might have even visited one of your daughters and then like he goes to like slap her and she like stops his hands really badass and like I, i don't remember at what point she like slaps him um but she's just like no like you're the one that's like being farce like you're the one that is not looking at the big picture here like just because if she offered me kindness that's just because she sees me as human which you know like i guess it's still like it's it's a society that's all based on like status and everything so like they see her as like subhuman which sure. was reflected in like some of the statements that even um Devda said to her. Yeah. But you know, she she ends up she says like a goodbye to Paro and as she goes back to her house of disrepute. I guess it was nice just for a moment to pretend to be like just a person. Paro afterwards is heading up the stairs and fucking Calibar is still can't still can't let anything die. He's like you know, telling about Chandramukhi in public, that was a mistake. But I did not make another mistake. I told them about your relationship with Devdas, your friendship, he says rather. And he's like, oh, you're so surprised. You were so excited to pull my ear. I would cut your nose to spite your face. And just like, bruh. I know that's like a saying, but it's also like really intense <laughs> in this moment. Because now um, Paro has to go and confront her husband and his mother. And he's just like, okay, I want to know who Devdas is. And she's just like, he's my childhood friend. And we had a bond deeper than anything. He was body and I was soul. And he's my first love. And he's like, you realize what you're saying to me. And she's like, the same thing you said to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, but that's my first wife. And it's like, no, that's your first love. And Deptist is mine. And that still carries on. Even past death and whatever. Like, just because we're apart doesn't mean I'm going to stop loving him. Like, it's not fair. Mm. Like, you literally told me you're never going to touch me (laughs) because you're still in love with your first wife. Like, what do you want me to do? And so, like, she's just like, but if you want to punish me, I guess I'll accept whatever it is. And he punishes her by preventing her from ever stepping foot outside the mansion again, which is a lot. Right? Um, Like, that's like, (laughs) slow down. Like, again? (laughs) Maybe give a time frame, actually. <laughs> a little bit of a time frame. Maybe a year. That's excessive to me. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's less than forever. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe he would have let up eventually. But, like, oof. 
Yeah. Oh, and I think um, Bariadi is like, what punishment? You know, it's our social status is at stake. The fires we lit in celebration are the ones that threaten to burn our house down. So we must put out the fires that threaten our lives. And she goes to like put out the lamp. But it's the devdust lamp, so you know power's not happening now. <laughs> she just like puts the hand over, over, and she's like, "No, no, no." So that flame <laughs> that will one. burn until the end of time. Don't you dare! <laughs> she just carries the lamp off. Meanwhile, devdust, devdust is ah uh, drinking. He drinks a drink, a drink. Were you drunk up? No, he's just like up <laughs> in that bar with Chunilal and they're just drinking. It's the Chalak Chalak song and they're just having a, a blast. They're having a time. <laughs> Their party goes out into the streets where they encounter Chundramukti, who is so happy to see Devdas again, just so she could like fulfill her promise to look after him for a powder, but also because she still loves him, you know. And they like play a game, but she's trying to like get Devdas to not drink, you know. But the game comes to an end because Devdas starts coughing and like like looks awful and he's just like down he just like goes down an alleyway and he's trying to refuse help but he ends up coughing up blood um a la Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. and I was just thinking he... that too <laughs> <laughs> he ends up coughing up blood and it turns out that um he essentially like the the alcohol he's drunk so much that it's now poison to him which i guess he's in like liver failure is what they're trying to portray but i don't think liver failure comes with coughing up blood like he should be a lot more yellow anyway i guess jaundice is hard or maybe he like gave himself like such deep ulcers and i i'm trying to find like a logical medical reason as to why he's coughing up blood i should just stop um not you being like listen the first aid in me is not (laughs) is not i'm just like I'm sure he's like coughing up blood for a reason. I'm just like, is he vomiting? I just assumed blood it was like... ulcers. <laughs> I just assumed it was like an yeah. ulcer type thing. I mean, maybe he has like a lower intestine, like perforation ulcers. Like, so it's like such a large hole that is actually outside of the intestine. And it's like, if he drinks alcohol, that I'm still trying to logic this. Anyway, he's vomiting up blood. Um, and if he drinks any more alcohol, it'll be poison to him. So he has to keep up in good spirits. And Dadam Das is just crying. And <laughs> Chandramukhi is like, well, if you start crying, I'm going to cry. And then it's going to be said that I can't like keep up a lie. Like, we have to keep him in good spirits. Don't do this to me. And they seem to be like doing not bad with it you know like they're playing cards they're having a good time but he like brings up drinking just like as a joke for a second and Chandra was like any temptation is too much like it can lead to your ruin and you know the rest of them leave and it's just Chandra Muki and Devdas and they have a bit of a heart to heart 
where I think he finally admits to loving her a little bit but he loves her in a different way I think to the way that he loves Paro yeah like she is actively caring for him and showing that she loves him and like the love that he has for Paro goes like deep but Mm. I think he felt just a little like something for her that was enough for her yeah to just like not have a totally unrequited love and he's just like she starts breaking down which causes him to break down and he's like no but i thought you were like (laughs) fortitude like you can't crumble i need you to be strong (laughs) but no they both end up crying and then he's like okay i know you love me but the thing i need you to do is to let me leave and she's resistant because he's sick of course but in the end I guess he convinces her to let him go on this trip even though he wants to go alone Darmdas is still with him he's on the train and he's still in on the train and of course who comes into his car but Chunilao and Chunilal not knowing why Devdas is, is there while he looks pale or anything of the sort is just like, oh my friend, you know, why why do you you look a little pale? Like, what's happening? You know, let's cheer up. Let's have a drink for old time's sake. And initially Devdas is like, I don't drink. And he's like, oh, did you make a promise? And he's like, no. And he's like, okay then, for friendship's sake. And Devdas... I don't know what goes through his mind. Maybe he already feels like his life is ending yeah. at this moment. So he's like... He's like... Well, anyways, been a good run. Bottoms up! Yeah. And then he starts to obviously react to that. And his friend's like... Mm-hmm. And then? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, I guess, con- confesses to Chinal that, you know, and Chinal's like, so what? Why did you like make me assist you in this? And he's like, friendship's sake, right? And he's like, what am I, a stranger? Like, you don't tell me anything. You make me give you poison, and then and he starts to walk off, but like they're close close friends and you know they hug it out and Devdas is still dying (laughs) and I think like he was like really deep in the cups as well they didn't just have one drink they had like a lot of drinks yeah because he was like having like soliloquies and like trying to like do poetry and stuff but it wasn't really poetry it was just literally him talking about the end of his life Mm. with Chinilal not realizing that this is the literal end of his life sad sad times anyway (laughs) Chinilal off to Puerto Rico (laughs) Puerto Rico no (laughs) what what did you say he's off to where (laughs) off to Puerto I go (laughs) oh I thought you said he was off to Puerto Rico. I was like, why is he? I, I'm pretty sure we're still in 
You're still in the east. Um, oh, but also at the same yeah. time, when all of this is like happening, like Paro is like having reactions where she is, like their love link is so strong. Oh, like, right. They're having like a. <laughs> It's like this whole paranormal like, thing that's going on. Yeah, oh, no, man. like she, she, like he like coughed up some blood and she like fell down the stairs and like her specifically where her scar was started bleeding again. You know, like the the universe trying to tell her something's wrong with Devtis, you know, and like she can like hear him when he calls out to her from a distance. But Deftis gets off the train and he's like in this carriage and he starts to like, all of his memories start to flash before him, which I guess is his life slowly flashing before his eyes as he's dying. And he's like telling the driver to hurry up because he doesn't have much time left. And they get to the manor in like the middle of the night and he's like still in the carriage, but he can barely talk and he like calls out to Pyro, but it's the middle of the night so she goes out and she's like someone was calling me to her husband and he's like at this hour go back to bed um and then the driver like lays him out under this tree and like a crowd of people are starting to gather around him come the morning and they're like this guy uh picked him up from the train and you know he told me to bring him here but I don't know who he's seeing I don't know what he's here for and so like the morning comes with this crowd of people and Paro sees the crowd outside the gate but she doesn't know what it's about and the servant's just like oh it's just like this guy is he's dying he's on his last breath and she's like oh god rest his soul you know and she's like going because they're still having like the festival and I think they have like prayers to attend and stuff. So she goes to like attend the prayers. But it, like the universe is still trying to tell her. And it keeps like pulling her in the direction of this strange happening. And she's still distracted in the prayers because something keeps tugging at her. And paro paro. And I think she ends up talking to one of the servants. Um, and mm. they're like mentioning that it's this guy from her village and that's what makes her stop and she's like what's the man's name and i'm just like if you had that much information i would have gone already i like i mm. your village probably isn't that big i don't know maybe but it's a man from her village and she's like oh your stepson knows more information and she's like okay go get in and then the maid is still like putting up the curve and she's like go get the guy so the stepson comes meanwhile Devdas is still dying he's still dying real slow and so when the stepson comes and she's like uh the maid said you knew the name of that man out there uh what's his name and he's like Devdas Mukherjee <laughs> she's like she was literally putting oil in the lamp when he came up to say it and he's like and she like wants more confirmation i'm like how many dev disses mm. do you know from your village is that yeah. a common name but she still wants more confirmation and she's like how do you know that that's him and he's like from two letters in his pocket one addressed to 
this person who's like his brother and this person who's his mother and it's like a broken necklace he's like that's the one that hit me here and i'm just like oh please don't remind me i still don't like that he did that <laughs> uh, and she's like that's enough proof for her and but her stepson's like oh but he they've probably already carried him away by now and she's like she calls his name and she's like running through the halls and her son's trying to stop him and stop her and like everyone's trying to stop her and like his father's asking like what what's going on and she's like i don't know something about devdis Mukherjee and it's like stop her immediately don't let her let her get out of the living and he like catches onto her arm briefly but she like rips away and like throws a pot of like the dye and her feet end up running through it again and we have like a flashback sequence between her running for deafness now and her running for deafness when she was a child and like she's running to go meet him and his eyes are all blurry as he's looking down the pathway to her but then her husband's like secure the gates and the gates are closing and she's reaching an arm out trying to get to deafness but the gates close and as the gates close um she like slams against them and like falls to her knees and then like a breath shudders out of deafness and he dies and so and they never the meet flame. again yeah the flame just whooshes out of existence yeah and that's the movie <laughs> <laughs> so a tragedy uh yeah and that's the end of the movie now let's go on to our ratings that pull that one out <laughs> uh, so using our standard rhetoric of five starting off with music and choreography so i love bollywood <laughs> i am never disappointed with bollywood choreography <laughs> so far um i just like the the designs the costuming like everyone is on point with their arm movements and like oh it's always so beautiful like i just i just love the choreography and the style of choreography as well i don't know i just and the songs i guess based on the translations the songs are sometimes a little literal as to what is happening uh but sometimes they aren't which you know it's fine um i found most of them like really beautiful songs to listen to um my favorite one probably is mardala followed by dola two very different vibes mm-hmm. um but you know like they're they're very nice slash fun to to listen to i don't know i don't i don't know how to critique it i just thought it was lovely uh so uh i'm gonna say for music and choreography i will give it a 4.25 yeah 4.25 out of 5 bracelets cool i i i concur like it's like so fun to see like the i don't know just like the elaborateness of everything and how it just 
looks great. It, it's filmed great and it looks great and it's choreographed great. Yeah, I don't really have a lot to say except for I, I liked it a lot. Um, it was really fun to see. I love big choreographed, like very like choreographed scenes and stuff. Out of five, I give it, yeah, 4.25 sounds fair. 4.25 bracelets as well. Then we have story. Now, so the themes of the story, like on a whole, aren't things that are unfamiliar. We have like childhood best friends, families not agreeing. Well, I mean, like one side of the family, like different social statuses. Um, we have like distance in the relationship. What is the? I'm forgetting. The, it's not starstruck lovers. It's starcrossed. I'm forgetting the term. Thank you. It's kind of like starcrossed lovers. Um, in a bit like never the twain shall meet. Like they love each other so much, but you know they'll never be together because society deems it inappropriate. Mm. So like, as for the themes, I think because this one. This movie was selected for the Cannes Film Festival and it wasn't that well received because people were like, oh, we've like seen all of this before, like this kind of thing. But I mean, the movie did really well and I could see why, um, like in the box office. Mm-hmm. So everyone at Cannes doesn't know everything. Um, <laughs> I would say story-wise, Adeptus's character, I... I just, he's, I guess he's made to be like hard to, he didn't deserve the love of those ladies that were so (laughs) in love with him. I mean, he didn't. Like, in the beginning, I was like, maybe. But then I was just like, why you had to hit her, my guy? Mm. That's just ruined everything for me. He wasn't a villain at that point, but it just made me hard for him to hard for me to appreciate him as a protagonist Mm. and these women are just like wrapped up in their love for him like above all sense well not above sense but like they won't see anything else Mm. (sighs) for story um because i was paying rapt attention throughout though i will give it a four yeah i'll give it a four four out of five uh, vault keys cool um i was constantly like where is this gonna end because <laughs> it was like you know i mean obviously in the first like half of it it to me it it seemed at the very least like if you've ever seen a, a movie ever that like they're gonna end up together yeah something something marriage but like something will happen that will disrupt this idea and they'll end up happy and whatever whatever you know but like also that was like halfway through the movie at the at that point and so it's kind of like but like there's an entire hour and a half like how are we gonna (laughs) how are we gonna fill up that time with like them getting back together but also 
he then hit her and then I was like okay but like no <laughs> and then I just I don't know for I, I I just constantly the entire time just like how how is this gonna end I did not foresee it ending with literally everybody being miserable like everybody <laughs> being miserable everybody's sad like everybody's sad <laughs> like nobody got what they wanted and it sucks um i'm like oh my heart for all of you so yeah i i genuinely didn't know where it was going but i was like engaged throughout and i was rooting for the girls i was rooting for the girls to just like sense up and leave <laughs> <laughs> Um, regardless, um, I, I think I give it, um, I give it a four. I give it four, uh, vault keys. And now, overall enjoyment. I, I, oh, it's so hard. (laughs) I paid attention. I was watching it with rapt engagement. I was, this movie was full of angst Mm. and sadness and Mm. really that's everything i want um (laughs) but there was just like there was so much of it all the time everyone was always crying (laughs) i I really didn't know what to do when i was presented with so much of what i want Mm. i feel like melodrama is like my juice Mm. um and i was just given like a big old barrel Mm. (laughs) today and i really just didn't know what to do with it i was just like they're always crying they're all they're they're crying again (laughs) like do they pay you by the tear (laughs) what's happening I, I, I was just so I was like they're, they're, I mean like it's great like crying the crying is like really good but like how do you get it so like your eyes water but you don't cry like that you just like hold them in that space for so long like wow I'm mm-hmm. so impressed by the tear ducts on these people that being said I was just I was really entertained by all of that like it was a sad kind of entertained because it was a tragedy but like people go and watch tragedies all the time um over and over again like it's a form of entertainment um so yeah i enjoyed myself um i was entertained so i will give it i'll give it a 4.25 i'll give it 4.25 oil lamps cool um i yeah i i it was so melodramatic i was i was there man (laughs) i was like very very much there um i think from the moment from the moment power like ran away from him in the beginning i was like when i was like this girl is dramatic i literally said that out loud and i was like you know what you have me and they did. They had me the whole time. Um, <laughs> it had, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. One thing I, 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 I was like, sometimes there was like the, uh, okay, there was the one in exchange between 
between uh, Farah and Chandramukhi where like it was like when they were like being a little bit adversarial where I was like sometimes it feels like everyone is a super villain and I can't tell <laughs> and I was like I can't tell like why but like I don't know there was just like not like like literally but just like in like the delivery of like what is it like like coolness I don't know how to describe it I don't know I don't know if you're getting my vibe but <laughs> but like that's <laughs> But like that's uh, there was something there that I was like, what is happening here? But I love it. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. Uh, I love I love dramatic things. Um, even though, like again, like I said, everybody was sad and no one got what they wanted, and like it ended really, really sad. Um, <laughs> even with all of that, I had a good time, and. Um, and by good time, I mean, like, not like, you know what I mean. Um, I'm, I'm with you all the way today, I think. 4.25. Um, oil lamps with eternal flames. <laughs> eternal flames of love. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, we're going to forego obsessions this week. <laughs> Um, I don't particularly have anything I cared about this week um, in like the news and stuff and there wasn't anything that I saw uh, that's theater related this week that I cared about either I guess except for like a picture of Hwasa with Ariana DeVos at the Valentina show but like that's it <laughs> um Outside of that, I have no obsessions. Um, so we're going to end the show here. And yeah, join us next week or next episode, whatever. Join us in two weeks where we will be going for another Bollywood movie. Is it going to be Cheetah Girls One World? You'll just have to tune in to see. It won't be. <laughs> Imagine. God. Please imagine. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, join us then. Until then, follow us on social media, on Tumblr at Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast.tumblr.com, on Twitter and Instagram at TMMTMM Podcast. We have an email, Tell Me More, Tell Me More Podcast at gmail.com. We have playlists of songs that we like from all the movies that we cover, so long as there's a soundtrack for those movies on Spotify. If you go on to Spotify and you go to Tell Me More TMM TMM Podcast um, and you go to the profile, instead of the podcast itself, you will find those playlists. One playlist for each year. If all of those links seem like a lot for you, go to one of them. One of them will give you all of them. <laughs> Literally. Like, one of them will give you all of them. Um, I promise. And that is it thank you for listening until next time i for tell me more tell me more the podcast i have been your host leah and i've been your host adicia <laughs> goodbye goodbye <laughs>